Hey everyone, uh, welcome. It is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. Um, just want to talk to you guys about something very, very special, something that's on everyone's mind, especially during COVID, is the reality is can I attract my soulmate? Now, for those of you who are somebody who's very familiar with the emotion code and the body code, um, you know, a lot of these terms that I'll tell you about are very familiar to you. However, I do want to tell you that I am going to make it very self explanatory, but if there's need for more explanation, I will let you know and see if I can help you out. Uh, one of the things uh, as an emotion code, body code practitioner is kind of like an energy healing is kind of the, the thing that we really need to work on is becoming a professional symptom seeker is like, what exactly is the symptom? And then not assuming what the imbalances are, are just kind of like going in there and saying, what is it? It could be anything. And as Dr. Brad says, anything can cause what? Anything. So the first thing is I want to find out, you know, one of the things about with with soulmates and relationships, and some people even say twin flames, which I'm not going to get into twin flames. I have a, a adverse reaction to my body when I hear about twin flames. Um, but I do want to talk about soulmates or maybe finding someone that's attracted to your higher self and um, the power behind doing that. You know, in the, in the book that can grow rich, it talks about sexual transmutation. And, uh, you know, what it really is talking about is using sort of like the sexual energy you have with your partner um, and like kind of gearing it towards putting energy towards your work. That, um, and some of the greatest people that created great designs or great inventions and great businesses, um, a lot of it had to do with the fact that they had a partner behind them. You know, I always make the joke where it says, like, behind every good man is a what? A surprised woman. I'm just joking, but but in many senses, you know, the reality is, is there's a um, there is some type of key, if you will, that there's more power behind a power couple, um, and that you know whether you've reached amazing heights by yourself, can you even imagine what you could do with somebody that's standing by your side, encouraging you, sending you energy, and things like that, or perhaps they have certain strengths that you don't have that they can use to help you out in your business or your project. So attracting a soulmate could be something very, very powerful. And the thing is, it's all about, first of all, um, bringing your levels up, bringing your energy up, and then attracting the right person with the right frequency. And so I know that in Dr. Brad talks about how usually relationships, the way it works right now, is two people coming together and coming together and just, you know, holding hands and saying, hey, you have a nice luggage over there. Hey, you have a pretty nice similar luggage too. Okay, cool. Let's get married. And that's kind of how he describes how relationships are right now. It's two people carrying similar luggages and looking at each other and saying, we need to like, we have very similar luggages. Let's just get hitched. And um, that's why the divorce rate's so high. Don't, don't get me started on the percentage of divorce rate gets higher every single marriage. I think after the third one, there's like a 70 to 80% chance of divorce. And what's happening here is because these two people have neglected to find out that we are all energetic beings. We're all emotional, energetic beings. If you neglect that, you will suffer in your relationships, in your work, in many different areas. And so to remove these energies that either offend people or remove energies that are contrary to your true self, if they're not addressed, then you will pay for it. It's almost like I used to tell people all the time that um, with partners that I would work with, like maybe maybe you're in a relationship right now and maybe, maybe you think it's your soulmate, that... <clears throat> 
both of you guys have walked into a house and in your mind, because it's new, it doesn't mean that, that the newness of the house will save your relationship. What I mean by that is, is that you go into a home with your baggage and with this baggage, you go, you walk in there and in this baggage, let's say it's a bunch of machine guns. It's a bunch of guns because all the times you were defensive in a relationship or you were in some battles with your parents and they had a quote unquote loving relationship, but they really didn't. So you have all these weapons in there and you're basically pulling out your weapons and there's going to be a huge massacre. Now, um, you have your own luggage of weapons. He has his own. See, Nobody told us before you get married, an emotion code and body code practitioners should release these weapons from you and remove these luggages and dispose of them before you walk into a new home and then make it all bloody everywhere, like a bloody massacre. So that's, that's the problem is that no book, no self-development book, no counselor, none of these people at the end of the day, the greatest self-development book cannot save you from the reactivity that is in your body. I'll say that again. No book, no seminar, no nothing of, of in regards to where you're taking in information can save you when you become triggered or reactive. All those books will fly out the window and you'll start acting a certain way. So here's the thing, guys. Where's my trauma come from in relationships? I think one of my major ones, I'm just going to assume, is my parents divorcing after 30 years. That's a pretty, that's pretty crazy. I mean, not after 10 years, not after 20, but after 30 years, you would think by that point you would kind of say, okay, let's make this work somehow, right? But uh, where can trauma come from? Let's talk about the different areas where trauma can come from. If you haven't read the book, The Emotion Code, uh, I highly recommend reading it. There's a new updated version of it that came out last May with Tony Robbins forwarding the book. Uh, if you guys know, Tony Robbins doesn't forward books. So for him to do that, it must mean that the information inside the book is very, very important. In fact, I think it is one of the greatest discoveries in the world is the emotion code and body code. So obviously we know that trapped emotions are created through our organs and glands. And um, and if you want to kind of get more reference to what I'm talking about here, go on my YouTube channel, Compass Healing, and go ahead and look up emotion code 15 minutes and look up heart wall 15 minutes, okay? But long story short, obviously those, most practitioners are listening to this. Um, obviously we create these emotional energies from our body, these emotional frequencies, and we release them using muscle testing and then releasing it using a magnet or like our intentions, right? And, um, but there's, there's a couple of places where we can have relationship trauma if you want to write this down. Number one, it's the pre-mortal life, the life before we came here. So remember, Dr. Brad says there's two things we were doing before we came here on earth. Number one is we were uh, working on our gifts and talents with our creator, right? That's kind of, that should make you happy a little bit, you know, that you were working with your creator, right? Um, the second thing is um, you were also... Um, helping out family members who were on earth. So physically they were on the earth and we were helping them out in the spirit body. Okay. And so <clears throat> imagine that. So, but what, the thing is, is we can receive trauma from them. If you look in the new body code, you can receive, um, you know, emotional compounds. What does that mean? You felt two emotions at the same time. Or you can uh, share an emotion with this person, or you can absorb an emotion from this person. So these family members that we were helping out, all these missions that we went on in the spirit body to help out our family members, we got kind of bruised and beat up a little bit. And would I suggest, could I suggest that 
some of this trauma has has to do with you witnessing relationship trauma for sure. So there's premortal life relationship trauma. Then there's inherited trauma, stuff from your great, great, great grandmother that went through a divorce that her energy of betrayal goes all the way down to you. If you look up 2015 Scientific American, it talks about how Jewish Holocaust victims, how they um, they basically pass down depression or anxiety or nervousness, and then their great, great, great grandkids suffer from anxiety and depression, but they maybe had an amazing life. It made no sense. But uh, the 2015 Scientific American tries to explain that through epigenetics or through these energies going down in your body, um, you can change someone's system down there uh, in their, their overall emotional body. So there's inherited emotions. There might be some trauma of relationships. And your body, here's what's interesting, your body knows that it came from that certain subject. So if it was relationship from your great-great-great-grandma, you're, we might release it in a session. There's a reason why it's betrayal or sadness or nervousness. Another thing too, there could be trimester um, relationship issues. What, what was your mom going through with your father and that you were in the womb and you absorbed or shared these energies? Um, I know in China, for example, they actually, um, there's a, some cultures in China that they, the women took, takes a sabbatical from the man and they start meditating more, eating healthier food. Um, they kind of stay away from their husband so no drama shows up. Why are they doing that? Because they are protecting the child from absorbing and sharing energies with the mother. Now, over here in America, we don't really do that. You know, women are being tossed around all over the place, getting hurt from their husbands. There's emotional abuse going on, job issues, money issues. And so that child is on the same roller coaster as the mother. And if there's, if there's love stuff going on, then yeah, that baby is going to receive those shared or, or uh, absorbed emotions. Then there's also family life. What type of family life did you have? When you defined quote unquote love in your family, did it turn out the way you thought it was going to be? So that's another thing that could also cause trauma. Um, so here are the five steps. Some of you guys are asking like, how? what are the five steps to me finding my soulmate? Now I... I'm gonna. Uh, I'm part of a program called the Inside Out Coaching Program. It's the best. Pro- it's gonna, this program is going to be the greatest global phenomenon ever. And it's 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 myself and Todd Cahill and a couple of our business partners here. And uh, Todd Cahill is a very powerful transformational coach. Uh, he's he wrote this book called You Versus You. And, um, and basically he, um, he, he, him and I came together realizing that we need to work on the conscious side and we need to work on the subconscious side. How many, how many of you who are listening to my voice, uh, had no people who do a lot of energy work, but they don't do a lot of the conscious work. They don't go to the seminars. They don't read the books. They don't schedule their life out. They don't create their five-year vision. They just don't do the conscious work. And so their subconscious is kind of left, um, kind of like needing the extra boost, you know? And then, for example, there's a uh, um, the people that do way too much conscious work. You know, maybe you have the big library, and uh, you know you're 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 reading a lot of you're going to a lot of seminars and reading a lot, but you maybe lack the subconscious work. Is that possible? So I'm gonna give you on both guys. You guys are all in for a treat. I'm doing the conscious and the subconscious both together. And um, for example, the subconscious is this: we need to remove our heart wall. Okay, so if you don't know what a heart wall is. Long story short, it's all the trauma you've received in your life that um, 
basically your body was protecting you, placing trapped emotions over your heart to protect you from broken heart syndrome. And it can lead to anxiety, depression, PTSD. It can lead to fatigue, uh, lack of clarity of your mission in life. When people give you love and affection, you're like, eh, I see it, but I don't really feel it. It could also lead to um, when you when you're trying to send love and affection to others, they might get mixed messages from you. So relationships are really hard, can also affect your abundance as well. That's all heart wall. You need to remove that first. So that's kind of a, a key thing to start off with is do you have a heart wall and and you need to remove it, okay? Uh, I suggest both partners to remove it, okay? And this can help you out with, with if you're in a relationship right now, you might say, I think I already found my soulmate. Uh, then this is what you would want to do on both sides, Okay, so so this is not only for people to find someone like you have no one. If you do have someone, these are also five steps to maintain your soulmate relationship. Okay, so number one is the heart wall. Number two is you may want to find how much peace you have with certain relationships. So um, what I do is when I talk to a client, I ask them, what are your top three most traumatizing relationships? One could actually be um, with your own father. If you're a woman and you're like, my father and I, we had a horrible relationship. Is that considered a loving relationship? It was supposed to be, but it didn't turn out to be. So you can say, how much peace do I have with my relationship with my father? And then I would muscle test you from a distance. Your body would say, oh, let's say 36.247%. Okay. So your body, can your body do decimal points? Absolutely. Um, Your body during this podcast probably did over a million things behind your back to keep your your system functioning. So I'm pretty sure it knows decimal points, like how many cells it needs to bring over here, how much, you know, this white cell needs to go over here and what and and, and lo, uh locate itself in a certain area to the to the exact square inch of where it needs to go. Pretty sure your subconscious can handle decimal points. And so the the main thing is this is that um there's, you need to have peace with certain relationships. Um, you can check the percentage and you can use the new body code system. I mean, the new updated version is absolutely incredible. The reason why I love it is because they made it so easy for us in regards to finding certain despair anchors, finding certain idea allergies. They make it very simple, like certain energies that we'd have to use our intuition to figure out. Now the Discover Healing team made it so they already put like a oh, another um, grid or more columns, a uh, uh, chart where we can find out what exactly the energy is. So we're in a very good situation, guys. We should be healing people left and right with this new body code app. Um, so there's peace with certain relationships. Maybe your top three, let's get it to 100%. So you finally have peace with it and you can finally bury the hatchet. What I do with my clients too is that as soon as I work with peace with a certain relationship, what I do is I say, hey, for two days, totally take a detox and not think about that person. And they might tell me, well, I don't even think about that person anyway. It's like, yeah, I know, but just in case, don't even think about it. Just for two days while you're healing. And then the third day, I want you to do like a 10-minute masochist binge watch. <laughs> what that means is like for 10 minutes, just go ahead and look at everything about that relationship, which typically would awaken some energies inside of you and be like, oh, I hate that guy. And like, oh, okay, now my neck's starting to hurt. Like it would, something would happen inside of you typically. But if you did a really good body code session of having peace with something, less of those energies will pop up and you'll be like, hey, you know what? I feel kind of relax just looking at this. And that's what you want. You want your body to have actual peace. Okay, so peace with certain relationships. Um, 
And by the way, this could also include having cords. Like you might have cords with past relationships, energetic cords. Imagine you walking into a restaurant and then you're like, you have this cord, a visible cord that like goes all the way out the door out to your ex-boyfriend. Do you really think your future partner would be like, um, why are you still connected to that person? You know? So there's certain things to like really let your body just say, I'm completely done. Like you've severed that energy with someone that's possible using the body code. So that's number two is have you severed your relationships? Do you have peace with it? Okay. Now the third thing is finding what beliefs were created in the relationships. So this is kind of a tough one, guys. What you want to do, and this is what I was doing too. Like, um, I did one where it says like, I am worthy of having love. Now that might be like, what? Why would you do that? Well, yeah, because I think a lot of us struggle with that disease of unworthiness, you know? And if you think about it, when you were a child, what did, what, what did you always do? You always had to qualify for what? For love. It's bad programming, guys. Very, very bad programming. Your parents said, if you don't do this, what? You're in trouble. If you don't do this, you, you know, you're a bad kid. If you don't do this, you, you, know, you want to be a good kid. And it's like, guys, parents, wake up. We're all good kids. Sure, we've received some emotional damage from inherited stuff, but at the end of the day, we all have good hearts. Why do we have to qualify for love? So we kind of were born into that. So now we have to like always like we have to do something to qualify for love. What if we just are let our bodies believe that we are worthy of love no matter what? Let's put that in there. So that's that's a and obviously, if you had a relationship that was very abusive or, or someone always says, you don't do enough for me or blah, 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 it's like you're going to start kind of waking up those unworthiness things. So um, any type of beliefs, I'm not worthy or you'll get over me. People, most men that go out with me, they get over me really quickly. These are beliefs that have been created during traumatizing relationships. Do you have any of those? Take a time out on Friday, listen to some Enya in the background and just start writing down a list of all the potential beliefs that were created um, that are not true that you created during relationships, okay? Um, number four um, is I like to do a, a body code session called I easily attract someone who's attracted to my higher self. Now, that's a pretty cool statement, right? I easily attract someone who's attracted to my higher self. What does that mean? You're putting off the vibe to people that to, to someone who is moving, energetically, whether they're doing emotion code, body code, whether they're doing meditation or they're doing prayer, there's all these other forms of healing. But how great would it be to attract somebody who's moving upward just like you? So that's a cool body code session to do. Or are there any imbalances that are holding me back from finding my soulmate? That's another good one. So those are those are different variations of it. Whether you believe in the first one or the second one, I do believe in soulmates. You know, I have a personal blessing myself from church that has something to do with a soulmate description in it. So I was looking for my soulmate. The fifth one is this. Once you find your person, make sure you resonate with them and make sure you have harmony with them. Okay, I'll say it again. You resonate with them, you have harmony with them. All that is, is if there's a program that Natalie created, Natalie Nelson created called Relationship Resonance Program. And in there, it's kind of like, here's the beautiful thing, guys. I, Jessica and I, we attracted each other through, I'm going to tell you those, those sessions in the beginning. I cleared my heart wall. I did the higher self healing thing, worthy of love. It just took me about three or four sessions. And then within 45 days, she came into my life and it was like, I knew her. Like it was really clear. 
that I knew her. And so, but what's interesting is that can we go further in healing ourselves? And the answer is yes. What her and I are going to do is we're going to hire a practitioner who's going to come and heal us to resonate with each other. And I'm going to be completely raw and I'm going to share with you guys my answers. And also I'm going to have her share her answers. So we're going to have a, a fun time doing that. So you guys can sit back and laugh at what we're, going to, what we're going to find out about each other. But our goal is to like resonate in harmony at a hundred percent. And like, there's no blockages between us so that we can like live in compl- an even higher joy together. So stay tuned for that. Um, Jess already agreed that we're going to do that and we're going to share our results and we're going to talk about them. So that's going to be coming up soon in the podcast as well. Um, And then also, um, so resonate and harmony. So if you find the person, is it possible that you have energies that offend them? How many times has somebody walked into a room and they're like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, for, for some reason, I don't like that guy. You know, how many times has that happened to you? Well, that's because you don't resonate with them or you don't have harmony with them. So if you want, you can change your resonating, you can change your harmony with someone, make it 100. A body code practitioner can help you to get that to 100%. All of a sudden, you're not putting off offensive energies to them, and they're connecting with you more. They're trusting you faster. Okay, so now that's kind of like, I wanted, that's the first part of this podcast. The second one is called refinement. And again, it's very, very important to work on the conscious side and the subconscious side. You know, that's why uh, Todd and I created this inside out coaching program, which is going to be filled with emotion code and body code practitioners and amazing transformational coaches combined. Can you imagine if you can, you can be involved in these, um, pro, in a program where People are helping you on the conscious side that you have everything organized, everything scheduled out. You have your five-year vision. You know your purpose. You're digging deep on what you need to do every single day. Imagine like you have that in place, plus you have the subconscious work. Your next five years could be very, very different. And that's what Todd and I were, we've come together to merge our worlds together so we can make that happen. Uh, hopefully the COVID goes away. We can go on tour. We're going to be going on tour all over the country. Who knows, maybe all over the world. Um, but I wanted to give you kind of a little preview. It's like, what can we do on the conscious side to attract the soulmate, right? Number one, if you are single, this is what you need to do. You need to schedule 30 minutes to an hour of scouting, what I mean by that is like go on an app or go on a dating app. And it's like some people forget that. So you can't just go out there and just hope someone's going to knock on your door. You have to do a little bit more effort. So um, scheduling like 30 minutes to an hour, like every single day being consistent. I was on dating apps for 30 minutes to an hour every single day, just swiping left, swiping right, swiping left. I mean, it was annoying a little bit. Sometimes I didn't do it. Sometimes I did 30 minutes. Sometimes I did 45. But pretty much every day I was consistent. And, you know, uh, it was just beautiful because Jessica, Jessica really only was the, um, the, as soon as we had dinner together at this Peruvian restaurant, I mean, it was like magic was flying. And, and she even told me, she said, I don't usually am this open. I'm not usually this open, but as soon as I met you, it's just, it was just, it was love at first sight, but it was love at first first like the, like our souls just were talking to each other i can't explain it and i was making jokes and she was laughing and she was laughing too we were just having the time of our lives we did not want the night to end and in fact i said hey you know have you cleared your heart wall and something happened too where like i i said I, we went to a place um like a coffee place we don't drink coffee but we went there and we had some really cool 
colorist drink. And I said, hey, can I work on your kids? And it seemed like that even bonded us even more. I mean, typically on a date, guys, you don't just go, hey, let me just like do some healing on your kids now. Because we did a heart wall session on the spot. We're like, hey, we should do a heart wall session. You know, that'd be really powerful. And I didn't notice that she had a past of like narcissism and that her, um, you know, her husband was, you know, uh, somebody who was very abusive emotionally to her. I didn't know that. Um, like I didn't know the like, full extent of it. And, um, but she, we did a long distance healing before we met and her pain went down and she just could not believe how this works. So then I was like, well, we should do it all in person. I'll show you how it works in person. So we did a heart wall one and then we just kind of uh, got together, but I started working on the child and uh, the children. And she said that, uh, she was very attracted to that. The fact that I moved right to her kids and said, how can I help out? But honestly, um, spiritually, she's like, a redwood, in my opinion, and she's somebody that always puts God first. Um, I didn't know this type of person can exist with the same type of humor, the same type of uh, um, the same type of love for the Savior, with um, you know, with a huge like attraction towards. Me. I mean, it's almost like every single thing that I've ever wanted is in one person, and also surprising to me. That's kind of a good place to be, you know. So um, anyway, here are the five conscious things you can do. Okay, guys. Number one is schedule your 30 to, to one hour of scouting. That's number one. Number two, be willing to go on dates again. On COVID, obviously we can't maybe do a Zoom call. Who knows? But right now, when I just said this, some people already had fear because you've had bad dating experiences. That's a body code session away. Maybe you have fear of social media dating or like, you know, internet dating because you have trauma from that. That could also be a body code session. We can remove that. You might have an allergy, an idea allergy with that. Uh, Number three, know your love language sooner. Guys, it's very important to know, like, is this person a words of affirmation person? If you haven't read the the um, the five love languages, that's an essential book to read before you even go out on in dating, is know what the other person's love language is. If it's words of affirmation and you're giving them gifts, 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 it didn't work because you gave too many gifts. You didn't, you didn't speak to them. They need to hear your words, you see? So find out quickly, like, what like what makes them feel love? What makes them feel that? If it is, is it service? What is it? I know for Jessica, for example, hers is more time, like, you know, quality time. She's very, very big on that. So I can tell her how beautiful she is, how amazing she is. But if I don't give her quality time, we got a problem. She doesn't feel that love, you see? And so I like to give her quality time um, and also service. Like, hey, I'm going to do this for you. You know, blah, blah, blah. they might have a service thing. So Know their love language sooner. Also, see what senses they use more. This is kind of important. I'm going to combine these both. Uh, what, is I, what do I mean by that? If you sell somebody on the idea of going on vacation with you, but you're talking about what it looks like, but they're more of an auditory person, you guys actually want the same thing, but because you didn't speak their sense language... That could be an issue. So if you, the best way I like to find out what somebody's like, what sense they like using is I just say, what is your best, what is the most memorable vacation you've ever been on? And then just let them describe it. If you see a lot of sounds or talking about sounds, they're auditory. If they're like, oh, I love the feel of the sand and the feeling of the trees and the feeling of the wind, they're kinesthetic. You have, you have to be, they're a touchy type of person. You see, um, if there's, if they're telling you what it looks like, then they're a visual person. They like they're seeing what it smells like. Then they're that. Then you have to. So then you speak their language. If we want to invite them to do something in the future, 
you have to let them know through their senses. It kind of helps them out. So that, guys, I want to, I want to give you the most advantage while you're trying to connect with someone. It matters their love language. It matters their senses. It matters if you resonate. Uh, number four, be friends for as long as you can. Just keep, you know, keep that friendship vibe going that you're like learning to learning about them. They're learning about you, learning about their past, learning about their childhood. Just learn about as much as you can as a friend back and forth, back and forth. And also here's number five. And here's the last thing is find someone who's open uh, to healing. I think it's very, very important uh, to find someone who is really looking to um, move forward energetically. Okay. Um, if someone says, no, I don't, I'm not into the emotion code, blah, blah, blah. Could it still work out? Maybe, maybe I'm just going to be very real with you, but if they appreciated you and the, the way you are, they should be open to energy healing. Okay. Um, and this is the way I never tell people you need energy healing because I did it myself. I even had, a, um, back in the day, I, I dated somebody who said it's mandatory for you to go to this landmark meeting. If you don't go to that, then you can't be with me. Guys, we can't be like that. That's, that's controlling. That's very manipulative. What I would say is something like, Hey, listen, I'm really happy that we met. In fact, Part of the reason why we probably met is because I've been releasing my past using this energy work. It's helped me out. And I found you. So obviously there's something inside of you that we're supposed to be together. Um, you know, would you be open to get more healing done yourself? That way we can be the best version of ourselves. You know, because you know, and then usually at that point they go, Yeah, I would love that because I love your personality. Whatever you're doing is obviously working because I'm attracted to you. You see? So if anyone ever credits me and says, hey, I like your personality, whatever, you can credit to say, hey, it's a lot of energy healing I've done. I've done a lot of emotion code, body code work, and it's really helped me out to like be my true self. Okay, cool. So that makes it attractive. You don't have to coerce somebody. So hopefully these um, will help you out, kind of like the subconscious and conscious side of it. Uh, again, if you're interested in like going like, what's this inside out coaching program? Um, let me know. Uh, you can just message me on my Facebook. You can also send me a voice mail on uh, Anchor too. I know you can do that as well. You can send me a personal message on Anchor. But I appreciate you guys listening. And hopefully, I would love to hear success stories of how you found your soulmate or how you preserved your relationship. I would love to hear about that. And uh, I look forward to your journey of love. And uh, as I always end my podcast, I like to say this, is that the world has a false notion where I'll take care of you if you take care of me. But if we only take care of ourselves, then we can change our home, we can change the city, we can change the country, and we can eventually change the world. So with that, I'll see you guys next podcast and look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.